Sunday, which means it is time for episode 100 and freaking one Woo! of the Star Eternal podcast. Uh, I am Daryl. That over there is Rachel. Hi, I'm Rachel. And, this is Daryl. Yep, and she's speaking at a normal conversational voice. Which probably, well, usually sounds like screaming. But that's right, what I'm told. Right now, it just it sounds fantastic. Okay, just, let's, let's go okay. with that. Uh, so this is episode 101. Last week was episode 100. The illustrious. The illustrious. Which means next week is episode 102. Wow. We do this whole thing in Math. yeah in sequential order. We don't like record them out of order. That would be weird. That would be interesting. Like here's episode ninety nine, then here's episode one oh six. Maybe next week we should record like episode one twelve or something, and then you know go back and. We could do that. Uh, uh, so anyway, we're gonna recap uh, some of the things that were on the site this week, and then we have a little special thing to talk about today. We're gonna talk about some of the albums in the second half of the year that uh, are on the radar for us. Yeah. Uh, so we had a couple of reviews on the site, some crap. Some crap on the site. Let me tell you right now, I never want you to be my PR guy. Uh, well, this is Rachel, and she's got some crap for you to talk about. That's and... terrible. That's well, terrible. Okay, well, we have some reviews, two reviews. Some they were both fantastic reviews that are not crap. Well, they were both fantastic reviews in that they both got very high scores. Right. Uh, first was the solo project from Valkyria member Valkus. Mm-hmm. I assume that's not his real name, but I don't really know. If it was his real name, he'd be extremely awesome. Yeah. I mean, he's extremely awesome anyway. Right. But the name would help. Right. <laughs> uh, so he has a solo project, which is called Inadran, I-N-A-D-R-A-N. Mm-hmm. Probably pronouncing it wrong. I think you're good. Uh, well, we'll just assume that I'm good. When we get an angry email later. Right. We'll and that's possible. Uh, the album is called Dehenrost, and it is not yet released, but will be at some point this year. Uh, but he was kind enough to send it to us for review. Uh, I had reviewed the last Valkyria album, mm-hmm. so I assume that got us on his on his radar. Right. Uh, but this is going to be the preeminent uh, uh, melodic black metal shoegaze album of the year. Uh-huh. Uh, it is like Alceste, but with no vocals. And normally that's a, that's kind of a hard sell. Right. Because the vocals, especially in melodic music, they add something to it. You, you kind of make the attachment to the lyrics and the words. You don't really get the emotional attachment to the music. Right. But in this case, he threw the, you know, no words, no lyrics, nothing. Not a, not a spoken word, nothing. And I couldn't care less. Really? It sounded that good. He did such a great job kind of molding the music into these great waves. I'm always really impressed by that. Well, I, I was really impressed. You know, when you don't know what you're getting into, because Valkyria is a, a very like gothic-y doom band, so I didn't know what, what to expect from this album. Uh, so it was really weird to turn this on and be like, oh, it's kind of like Alcest, but wow, he's like really, like really intense music. Yeah. Uh, very impressed. So make sure when that one comes out that you check it out on his Bandcamp page. You can listen to one track on there now, uh, but the album is not yet available. Um, you said that his music was intense. Intense. Would you say that's kind of like camping? His camping is intense. Okay. Uh, anyway, the other review for this week was a Belgian band called Duel. And this is the second release of theirs that I've reviewed. Uh, the first was Acceptance Rebuild. And this one is Shock Deny. Two tracks, 30 minutes of intensely pummeling, sludgy doom, which... Right up your alley. Right up my alley, right. And because I listened to the band before, I kind of knew what to expect on this one and got exactly what I wanted out of it. Well, that's awesome. Yes. And 
it's it's weird to only have two tracks, but each track has like a couple really distinct movements within each track. So it's almost like you're getting more than just two tracks. Mm -hmm. And again, when you're when you're pumping out a song that's 15 minutes, it has to have a little lateral movement, or it's gonna get kind of boring. Right. So uh, definitely check them out as well. That one came out in April. I'm a little behind on that. Jeez, slacking. I know. I feel like I'm I'm like just yeah, not not just I'm behind. I'm behind. Shaking your uh, head. Yep, sh- yep, shake your head. Disdain. Uh, we also had a bunch of news this week, as we typically do. Uh, we got new music from a bunch of bands. Uh, the first track from the new Mirker album. Awesome. Which we're going to talk about again in a little bit. Uh, we got a new track from Nile that comes with a disclaimer. Oh. Uh, begging you not to be offended by the imagery in the video, which is of uh, Middle Eastern artifacts being... Destroyed. Oh, God. I can see why that'd be offensive. I mean, it's newsreel footage, so it's real. It's not like they filmed themselves destroying stuff. They weren't just sitting there with sledgehammers. Right. Uh, But the track is really good, and I'm not a big Nile fan, but the track is good. Uh, We got a new Fear Factory track, Dielectric, which uh, we'll talk more about that in a little bit. Okay. Uh, We got a new track from Uncle Acid and the Dead Beats. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, so we had a lot of new music, and the big one for me this week... Oh, there were two. Number one, Devin Townsend uh, did a little jam session with an air conditioner. Uh, It was in France, and it was 7 a.m., and the big industrial air conditioner, presumably for his hotel, was, like, making this loud humming buzzing. Uh Uh, So he just grabbed his acoustic guitar and set up his little phone camera there and just did, like, a 30-second little jam with the thing buzzing in the background. Well, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it was kind of nice. Yeah? Kind of nice. Apparently, he's got the next uh, Devin Townsend Project album written and ready to go. Oh, uh, that's cool. That is cool. And then, of course, uh, Draconian, the band that has not done anything in many years. Four years, actually. To be exact. To be exact. Uh, their female singer left, and they had a, a bitch of a time replacing her. And then they got their singer, and she's from South Africa. And there was visa issues getting her to Sweden, and it was this whole big thing. Uh, but they are teasing, they're taking promotional photos, and they're teasing a big announcement in the coming weeks, which I can only assume is an album. And you know what? I bet those promotional photos do not refer to their new music as crap. Probably not. Because they're good at PR, and you're not. Well, I'm not a PR person. Thank God. <laughs> well, at least I know what your job is going to be around here. Uh, so that kind of covers the the uh, some of that stuff. We had another feature. Part two. Part yeah. two of three. Right. Uh, on social media and music. Uh, yeah. So, Rachel, why don't you talk a little bit about that and then what is going to come in your part next week? Well, we mentioned last week that this was going to be the part with um, all the information we got from John and Kara over at Asher Media Relations. Mm-hmm. Uh, they gave us some awesome quotes. Um, a lot of it, I will say, I feel like a lot of it supported what we had said last week. Right. I think it coincided well. Uh, one of the quotes that Kara gave us referred to social media as the great equalizer. And I, I like that idea. And I think it's it's true. It kind of gives everybody, uh, all bands, a level playing field to be able to relate to their fans easier, faster, to spread their music faster. Um, With zero budget. W- right, absolutely. Completely free. So you can uh, be the smallest band ever and still reach the same amount of people as a, a larger band. Now, when you say the smallest band ever, are you talking about, like... Midgets. That's really offensive, Rachel. I'm sorry. We're going to have to mark this as offensive when no, we submit it. Well, I mean, it's crap anyway, so... Yeah, that's true. It's offensive crap. Right. Uh, so, I, I like what they had to say. I think that um, 
a lot of it made sense and it kind of supported the idea that bands can find positive ways to use social media to uh, spread their music, gain new fans, and make sure their current fans uh, know what's coming next for them. Right, and that's the big thing. And I, I think that's the biggest thing I've learned from social media as far as doing this site is how easy it is for bands now. You have a new album coming out, you put it on Facebook, a million right. people see it. Right. I mean, assuming you have a million fans. Right. But even smaller bands with less, you know, fewer followers or likes or whatever, it's out there. Well, that's the other thing, too. Even if you don't have a million followers, uh, like John says, you get share after share after share. So your one fan now sends it out to their 400 other friends. And if one of their friends sends it out to their 400 friends, right. you have no idea who you're going to reach at that point. Right. And it just grows exponentially. Right. Well, no. And I think John and, and Kara gave a, gives a lot of uh, great information for this yeah. piece. Now, the next piece is, of course, the flip side of the coin. What everybody is doing wrong on social media. Which is a lot. Uh, uh, yeah. I was going to say surprisingly, but I don't think I am surprised. There's a lot of stuff that uh, artists and bands are putting out there that's unnecessary, really. Right. Unnecessary or just plain stupid. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so you're going to cover that in the That'll feature That'll be coming down this week. This week. Yep. Yeah. Uh, once again, with information from John and Kara. Um, yep. But I'm very excited for that part because yes. some of the stuff they gave us on that is is really it should be intuitive. It should band should understand like oh if I'm doing this I'm hurting the band or right. whatever. But it's not. People aren't thinking about the ramifications of what they're putting out there. Exactly. So I guess we'll see uh, how that one goes this week. Yeah. Uh, so we passed the midway point of the year and we had the top ten uh, albums of the first half, which. I've now done a little bit better job organizing stuff as I go. Okay. So when the year end comes, it won't be such an arduous process. I'll probably have to reorder a couple things, but I'm trying to keep a spreadsheet. Oh, look at you getting organized. I'm trying. I'm really trying. Uh, but the second half of the year is packed full of albums. As it usually is. As it usually is. Yes. And it's one of those things that's really spread out. Right. And there's always stuff coming out. So uh, in the very near future, actually, this podcast is... So what's today? Sunday the 26th. Uh, on the 24th, this past Friday, the new Symphony X album came out, uh -huh. which I have not listened to yet, uh, but it is on It's on my list, and I will most likely do a review of it, uh, but I can't say for sure. I just can't say for sure. Why? Why not? I, I don't know. I have a hard time digesting some bands in that way, uh -huh. uh, but the new album is called Underworld. Uh, that is that is out now. Uh, the headline from Blabbermouth.net, Symphony X, still making quality music after 20 years. Not good, not great. Quality. quality. Right. That's uh, kind of a cop-out. Kind of vague. Kind of vague. Yeah, vague cop-out. Um, but anyway, so there's that. I mentioned before, I'm actually semi-excited for the new Fear Factory album. Yeah. And I don't love them. I've never right. loved them. Uh I worked a show for them years ago, and uh, Gene Hoagland was drumming for them on that tour. And Gene Hoagland, Gene the Machine, as it were, is one of my favorite drummers of all time. Because he makes drumming look so easy and second nature that I just... Effortless. It, it boggles my mind. Super nice guy. Really cool. I, I talked to him a couple times on when he was touring with Death Clock, and super nice guy. Uh, but he is not on this album. I'm... Really feel really weird saying this, but the drummer from Journey drum, no. drums on this album? No. I don't know if he does the whole thing, but he's on the album. That's 
Weird. Yeah. And he just got arrested for something. Beating someone or... I don't, I don't know. Oh, boy. But the new, Fe- the new Fear Factory song, Dielectric, that went up on the site earlier in the week, is actually really good. It's got some really cool melodic parts, which is very not Fear Factory. I was going to say, for, for what I know, that's not what I would have expected at all. No, and it wasn't what I expected. When I hit play, I kind of went, okay, here's another Fear Factory. Oh, okay. So I'm excited for that one. The name of the album is Genexus, or Gene... Genexus. Whatever. doesn't really matter. Uh, of course, we have the new Mirker album. Right. Uh, simply titled M. Oh. M is for Mirker. Oh, uh, that comes out on Relapse at the end of August. I, of course, pre-ordered my copy on, sure. on vinyl. Yeah. On the Relapse 25th anniversary silver vinyl. I was going to say, how many different options were there? There, there weren't. Them? There oh. was the picture disc version, black, and the silver. Okay. And I don't do picture discs unless I have to, because they just don't sound good. Right, they don't play the same. Right. Um, but that album's going to be awesome. Every little snippet that I've heard from the album has been great, and she's just phenomenal. I guess she's pissing a lot of people off. Why? She was just on the cover of a magazine, though I can't remember what the name of the magazine was, and I guess a lot of, you know, black metal fans, I mean, you don't want melody in your black metal, you don't want women in your black, I don't know, but they've, uh, she's been told many times that people wish she would die. Sexist, no. <laughs> well, yes, it is sexist, but, you know, metal has always been a boys club, so it's still weird for... Yeah, well, that's, you know, there's the Metal a Headbanger's Journey documentary kind of covered that, how, you know, it's it, it was always a male-dominated genre but that's changing obviously because yeah. there's so many i mean she does so much and, uh, you know you introduced me to her and I, I actually really enjoyed it not in real life no, yeah, i didn't know introduced introduce me to the music to the music yeah. right yeah. uh let's see what else we got we got a new uncle acid and the deadbeats album coming out right. which is really like kind of psychedelic stoner rock uh that should be a good one Oh, uh, man. Uh, well, it's not this year, but I'll just throw out the idea that Aventasia has a new album coming out Ooh. early next year. And I'm just going to go on a tangent here in that he's releasing an album. It's called Ghost Lights. And then he's going on a world tour. And you used air quotes. Air quotes. Because every time he does a world tour, he doesn't go... He doesn't, Worldwide? He doesn't come here. Oh, oh, yeah, okay. So his world tour right now is like... 30 dates or something, and it's almost entirely like Central Europe. Well, that's, that's not worldly <laughs> that's not, I mean, I guess that's his world at this point. Yeah. I mean, I would love to see Aventasia live, but, you know, I don't live in Germany, so it's probably not going to happen. You're giving away our secret location here. That we're not in Germany? Yeah, you're giving too many hints. Uh, the one album that I'm super duper excited for this year uh, is the new Amorphous album, Under the Red Cloud which comes out in September, and that album, they've had a couple, like, behind-the-scenes studio session videos up with, like, little snippets, uh-huh. and they all sound good, and then they released a uh, the first single, which is called Death of a King, and it's awesome. Oh, yeah? That band is awesome. Everything they do, I don't know if I've mentioned this, but everything they fucking do... Is fucking awesome? It's just fucking awesome. Uh, so... Um... I mean, there's I, I, the amount of albums coming out is almost disturbing. Oh my god, I can't believe I just skipped right over the new Ghost album, Meliora. How dare you! I know and that one's going to be awesome. They've released a couple tracks from that, which seems really weird because it's only a like it's a ten track album or something. So why would you give up so much before it even? Right, yeah. right. And their last album was kind of short, so I can't imagine this one being much longer. Uh, the Sword has a new album, High Country, that comes out the end of August as well. 
That's going to be good. Ahab. It's a nautical doom metal. With a name like Ahab, you have to be nautical. A nautical doom. And their cover artwork kind of started off this weird mini firestorm because uh, it resembles in a very vague way a uh, giant squid album cover. Oh. The guy from Giant Squid voiced his concern. Uh-huh. And, uh, I mean, it was squashed in a day, so it's, that's the end of that. Oh, man, we got a, oh, new My Dying Bride for those who want to sit in a corner and cry, like <laughs> myself. Uh, new Children of Bodom. Now, Children of Bodom, I used to love that band. I am off that train, but they have a cover on the album. Mm-hmm. Kenny Loggins. No way. Danger Zone. Oh, no way. So for all the Archer fans out there, that will be a must-have. Uh, so that kind of cover, I mean, there's a lot of stuff coming out. And that's just major bands. Right. You know, there's obviously a lot of smaller bands who have stuff coming out and it's it's gonna be it's gonna be incredible a good end to the year absolutely and I say this and I don't think people necessarily take this seriously when I say it but every year is a good year for metal there's always a ton of new albums that are great and just because Metallica doesn't have an album or just because an album that you were looking forward to sucks doesn't mean it was a bad year right so just the albums I just listed, plus what, what's come out already. I mean, if nothing else came out this year, and I just had what I have right now, I have the Malnot album, I have Inadran, I have Sanit, I have those albums, I would be perfectly content in saying that this was a great year yeah, for metal. Perfectly satisfied. Absolutely. And the fact that all those albums are still yet to come. There's just so much to look forward to. And it's hard to keep up. Yep. But we do our best here at Sorrow Eternal. Yep, we do our best. Uh, so that kind of covers it for this week. Next week, if all goes to plan, the Barn of Devastation story. I was going to remind you. You remembered on your I own. I remembered. We're gonna. I'm going to see if I can rehatch that that uh, that story. Good. Um, for those of you interested in hearing of of my uh, band's past. And if you're not interested, get interested because it's a good one. I just have to remember the whole thing. I don't want to forget. We'll practice later. I mean, I remember a lot of it, and then, you know, porn magazines and. <laughs> but anyway, um, for those of you listening, you typically, when we have this on the site, we're streaming through SoundCloud. Yep. And all of our podcasts, all of our interviews, everything is available on our SoundCloud page. But now we will be hosted as well on Stitcher Radio. Right. Uh, we will have a link available for that for those of you who use that. And we are still uh, working on, but I don't think we've seen confirmation that we will be on iTunes. Right. We sent it out, and we're just waiting to hear back. Right. Which uh, would be exciting for those of you who, you know, are Apple users, I guess. Yeah. I mean, whatever. I mean, any place we can have this hosted, we will host it there. We want to give you the best possible chance to listen wherever and whenever the fuck you want. Right. Whatever is easiest for you. That's what we're all about. Yeah. We're all about what's best for business. Um... Anyway... Uh, so this week on the site, we have more reviews, of course. Uh-huh. We had a couple submissions this week that I'm going to try and get right to. Cool. We'll have Rachel's uh, part three of three on yep. the mistakes in social media with bands. And then we have to figure out what else we're going to talk about for features. I think I got one for the following week if I can, you know, get all my puzzle pieces back together. Okay. Stuff that I had been working on a couple of months ago that just kind of went to the wayside. Gotcha. But we'll work on that. Uh, so... For all of us here at Sorrow Eternal, all two of us. Yep. This is a big operation. This is a big operation. This is a 24-hour day operation. It is. We're Absolutely. Always, always working hard. Yep. Working hard. We're hardly working. No, working, no, we're working hard, damn it. I'm a crap. 
on our crap, on the stuff we call crap. Uh, so however you choose to listen, uh, whether you follow us on our site or MySpace, <laughs> the big, the big uh, cash cow that is MySpace, yeah. uh, or Facebook. If you're liking us on Facebook, Rachel, make sure you click the follow button so all of our wonderful, not crapular information comes up in your feed and you can see it as it is posted. Right, you got that. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Sorrow Eternal. Tumblr. Tumblr. I don't know who uses Tumblr for anything like that. I don't know. I mean, Tumblr seems to be a place for collections of, like, naked pictures and... And uh, memes. Yeah, and memes. I mean, I like memes. Yeah. Uh, or you can follow us on Instagram. Which, I think Instagram is cool, because not only are we posting the information that's coming up on the site, but we give you some uh, little previews of stuff that we're listening to throughout the day, or... Well, to be fair, that ends up on Twitter and Facebook, too. Yeah, but you could see it first on Instagram. That's true. That's true. Uh, yeah, you can kind of see an album that we were listening to, and uh, I have so many albums on the way yeah. that that's going to get kind of crowded, probably. Right. Uh, so, yeah, you can uh, follow us in all those various places and keep up with all of our musings. We should really talk about getting central air for the office. Yeah, we probably should, but we won't. Uh, anyway, so feel free to submit an album to us, info at sorroweternal.com. And until next week... Adios, muchachos. Adios, muchachos. Uh, and Barn of Devastation. Yes. Thank you.